Please, Bill. I'm the sports machine. We've got baseball action going on right now. If you've got the unders in the A's-Tigers game, you're looking pretty good. In fact, the A's don't even have a hit. That game's in the top of the six. 0-0. Padres up 2-0 over the Angels in the fourth. Guardians up 2-0 early on in the third over the Braves. Coming up in a little while, Blue Jays and White Sox. And the nightcap, Pirates take on the Dodgers this 4th of July. Let's get off the baseball field and back onto the basketball court and talk about some of the other happenings not named Damian Lillard because he's kind of dominated the news cycle when it comes to where is he going to go. But there's a lot of guys that have either re-signed or changed teams. I want to know if you think the signing makes the team better or worse. Let's start with Kyrie Irving going back to Dallas for three years and $126 million. Bill, it's crazy to think about where that team was when he got there. They were number four in the standings, and by the time the season was over with, they didn't even make it into the play-in game. And I think a lot of that was because of the chemistry, or should I say lack thereof, that he brought to the team. And I don't know how many different organizations are going to try with Kyrie Irving and then look back and see that they left their shed completely burned down to the ground. So what say you? Because I say it works to the extent maybe they sneak in the back door of the playoffs, but that's the furthest I could see them. I mean, was this just a move to keep Luka happy? Like if, if, if Dodgers looked at it and said, wait a minute, you're not trying to keep superstars here with me. You're not trying to make the team better around me than I want out and I'm going to walk because I can't find any reason to give $42 million a year to a guy like Kyrie Irving. They were 9-18 and 18 last year with him in the lineup, Sean. 9-18. and 18. And you're going to reward him with a three-year, $126 million contract make it make sense because I can't figure out why other than to keep Luca happy, why you would do this. I think Kyrie Irving has proven over the last handful of years that he's the most overrated player in the NBA and don't get it twisted. I'm not saying that he isn't good or even great, but the way that people talk about him and the way that organizations, at least in the past have coveted him and then look back and see what you get, whether it's Boston or Brooklyn or The only thing that he has to hang his hat on is he hit a big shot in one game in the finals in Cleveland, and they won the championship. So he can always go back on that. When people like me start talking smack, he can go, yeah, but remember when I did that. Man, the course is current events, and we're talking about the last seven, eight years. What has he done besides been a complete and total pain in the ass to every organization that he's gone to? I don't know what Dallas is thinking. And I don't know. To me, was it so – was so worrisome that Dallas thought that somebody else was going to give him this contract and they right. couldn't afford to lose. Like, this is almost like, not to jump ahead to a different one, Sean, but this is almost like Dylan Brooks getting $20 million a year from the Rockets. Like, were they bidding against themselves? I know he was a second-team all-defensive player talking about Brooks here. I don't know who else gives him $20 million a year. Four years, $80 million. It doesn't make any sense. But back to Kyrie... The only thing that I can think of that makes any kind of sense, like I said, is to just keep Luca happy. Other than that, I don't know. I mean, look, we, we all understand that Mark Cuban has more money than he knows what to do with. So maybe he was just like, ah, what's $126 million? I'll just sell some other crappy thing on Shark Tank and make that back in a week. It'll be fine. Give him the money. I don't know. doesn't make sense. 
The guy they should have kept happy was last year, Jalen Brunson, before they let him walk basically for nothing to New York and make them so much better. Jalen Brunson went from a guy that people kind of were like, eh, whatever, he's a move, to playing like a top, what, five, seven point guard in the entire NBA this year. Speaking of those type of guys, Fred Van Vliet, he got paid two, three for 130 goes on. Now he's the point guard for the Houston Rockets. The Rockets are making moves, but to me, not enough to really make any noise. No, but I, I, I like this move, though, Sean, because you bring in a veteran guy, a guy who can tell his story to these other young kids coming up undrafted, what, in 2016, worked, in way, worked his way all the way up into getting a three-year, $100 million-plus contract. He's a professional. You know, unlike necessarily Dylan Brooks, you know Van Vliet's going to show up every single day, do his work, put it in, get it done, and lead by example. Now, is that worth 40-some million dollars a season? Maybe not, but at least it makes sense on that level to bring in a guy like that to help this young Houston team kind of move forward. Yeah, they're no threat in the Western Conference. I didn't have a problem with this move by Houston. I think he's actually a pretty good fit there. Draymond Green goes back to Golden State. I should say stays there. He never went anywhere. It feels like they basically chose him over Jordan Poole because that didn't work this year. Somebody had to walk. I think that Golden State in their brass looks at Draymond Green, not as Steph, not as Clay, but he's the next guy. And so they paid him four for 100. Is that a good or a bad move? I think it's a move that their new GM, Mike Dunleavy Jr., had to make because Steve Kerr had made all all those proclamations after they got beat in the playoffs by the Lakers, and everybody was asking about Draymond, and Kerr said, we want him back. Draymond's the heart and soul of this team. He basically negotiating against his organization for Draymond, the way Coach Kerr was doing it, but he wanted to keep him around. Look, they got older because they got Chris Paul. Coming there, they traded Paul, obviously, for Jordan Poole. Coming back to Washington, that's going to be an absolute disaster. He's going to shoot 25 times a game, score 30, have seven assists, and be out until 4 a.m. out on U Street partying every night. So I'm sure the bars the bars around Capital One Arena are going to be thrilled with Jordan Poole being in town, but he doesn't move the needle at all as far as them being better. So, yeah, I don't think they had a choice but to sign Draymond Green back because they wanted to make sure they kept that core group together for they got maybe one or two more years before it's the end of that window. And it may already be shut, but at least it's cracked maybe just a little bit for them to make one more shot at, take, at getting another title. But in his fourth year, when he's making the $25 million, we're close to 40 years old, is Draymond Green going to be worth it? No. He got paid for what he did and maybe what he can do the next couple of years. But he hasn't been a real effective on offense as far as a scorer goes for three, four, five years now. Shoots 30% from three, so that doesn't really fit with what they want to do. Does a great job setting screens. Does a wonderful job passing the ball out of that high post and, and the offense that like to run. But I'm not sure he's the same guy that he was. But they didn't have a choice. Nobody else was going to give him that kind of contract, but Golden State had to have him for that. So I don't have 25 million bucks to give you, but I'll give you a million dollars in Monopoly money, and you can bet it either way. <laughs> the four years, the length of this contract, do you think the Warriors end up winning another championship? No. No. I don't. I don't think. I, I think they, they think their time has passed. I don't think everybody's talking about 
Clay Thompson, oh, it was the injuries. He's going to be back better than ever. I think the injuries have cost Clay what he used to be. And look, he was never going to put the ball in the deck and drive. I mean, I saw, what was it, this past year, he had a game where he took like five dribbles and scored over 20 points and only dribbled the ball five times in the game. That's ridiculous. But his injuries have slowed him down. His injuries no longer allow him to be that even, you know, second guy uh, to Steph Curry. Look, they would have been bounced in round one this past year had it not been for Steph Curry's all-time game of 50 points in a playoff in that game seven. If Steph doesn't have one of those all-timers, they get bounced in the first round by Sacramento. Instead, they get there, the Lakers take them out in, what was it, six games? They were so bad on the road this past year, Sean. I don't know how you can trust them going forward. So, no, I honestly, I think the window is shut for them. Again, I'll say it's open a little bit because you still got Steph Curry, but I think there are too many other good teams in the West that, that can take them out on playoff time. That's the thing is Steph's game, you're talking about Clay maybe dropping off a little bit, and I think we can all see that with our own eyes. And same thing with Draymond Green. Not that he was ever a huge weapon, but he's not even the triple-double guy he was a few years ago. It feels kind of like the Warriors paid him for what he's already done opposed to what they think that he's about to do and they think he's important for the culture. But as far as Steph goes – Steph's game is going to translate for the next handful of years because Steph is a shooter, and he's the best shooter we've ever seen in the history of the NBA. He's also obviously got the handles, and he can finish, and he does a lot of things that we don't talk about because he is such a good shooter. But you've gone up to the Y before, right? You've seen the old dude that's 45 years old that's knocking down three after three. You're like, guard that dude, damn it. He's got the rec specs on. Imagine how good Steph's going to be. And I'm talking about for the next four, five, six years, he's still going to be a top, let's say, six, seven, at least score, if not player, in the NBA. So I think I'm going to take that Monopoly money that I offered you and say, yeah, I think they do okay. win one more. I think I could talk myself into them winning one more, only because if I turn the conversation around and I say the Denver Nuggets, are we sure that Denver's a dominant-type championship team? And when I say that, I mean – like a dynasty. Everybody already it feels like it's a foregone conclusion. Denver's going to win it next year. Denver's got – as long as they're healthy and they got Nikola Jokic. What I'm asking you, Bill, are we sure Denver's going to win another one? I mean, look, they lost Bruce Brown, which I think is going to be a bigger deal than a lot of people imagine it will be because he was kind of that glue guy that every championship team needs. But, I mean, look, Jokic is so good. He should have been the MVP again this year. They gave it to Embiid because, for whatever reason, it's almost like what happened with Michael Jordan as well. People just get bored with the same guy being the MVP year after year. But his numbers, and we saw in the playoffs, just how much better he is than Joel Embiid right now. So I think with Murray, with Jokic, they've got something going there. It, they went so quick through the Western Conference playoffs. They were never challenged at all in the Western Conference on any level. Until you show me somebody that can at least take them to a game seven, I think it's still got to be Denver. Who's the closest threat to them? Phoenix? Could I talk you into maybe it's still Golden State? Because I agree. It feels like it's the Nuggets championship to lose. Jokic is the best player. Now they've gotten over the hump as long as they're healthy. All those different things. And, and, and BetMGM tells us the same thing. They're the heavy favorite to win the championship. Who's next out West? Because I do not believe in the Suns. No, I don't believe in the Suns. I don't believe in the Lakers. I don't believe necessarily in the Warriors. But the thing is, they're all right there in that same kind of tier. I guess if you wanted a dark horse for it, dare I say the Sacramento Kings might be that kind there. of... 
I mean, I don't know. I, I, I've run out of teams. I listed all the other ones. By the way, speaking of the Kings, Samantha Simone got paid to five for $217 yeah. million. That's Bill on the Sports Machine. Coming up next, we talk some baseball futures. You're locked into the BetQL Network.